following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. And the NFL wraps up another week tonight with the Rams. Stafford against the Niners. And here's what you need to do. Place a $5 bet on either the Rams or the Niners tonight. And if your pick wins, you'll win $200 in free bets. It's that simple code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings sportsbook app and official sports betting partner of the nfl it is a moneyline monday presented by DraftKings on the michigan sports network are you ready for huge opinions on the lions tigers wings pistons michigan msu and every sports team in the state of michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the up the huge show is on air statewide on the michigan sports network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now let's go to the auto value bumper to bumper parts studio with the huge one bill simonson What's up, Michigan? It is the Monday after that Lions debacle. How many of you would have laid down money on the DraftKings Sportsbook app that the Lions would score 45 points and not win the game? And the Seahawks wouldn't punt, and they had Geno Smith as their QB. Now we're getting the usual code speak. We're going to, you know, personnel changes are coming, really? How about personnel changes in-game when guys are getting burnt or burned? (laughs) Is it burnt or burned? We have our Bud Light huge question of the day. What's a quick fix for Dan Campbell? You can answer that question when 866-838-4843. That's when 866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network mentions are presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, who now will play their home games in downtown GR at Van Andel Arena. Their very first game ever at Van Andel Arena is November 10th. Solid organization with Steve Jabara. Shanae and their crew look forward to working with them. I do want to welcome uh, the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team, to the huge show across Michigan. And if you're a basketball fan and you want a great venue at Van Andel Arena, Andre Miller, the former NBA star, is the head coach. That was just announced a couple of weeks ago. They'll be playing their home games at Van Andel Arena. First one's going to be a big event November 10th in downtown GR. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com will join us in a moment. Our Michigan insider get his thoughts on his road trip to Iowa City and how Michigan played and what lies ahead for the Wolverines. Tim Stout from our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Uh, Mel Tucker in Michigan State. You know, Mel's kind of circling the wagons. I think Mel, I see similar parallels here. Remember, State was, you know, preseason top 15, right? I think they were number 15 when they went out 
to Washington, maybe even a little bit higher in one of the polls. You've got to take control of this and not code speak. Fans don't buy code speak in today's Facebook world. They don't. They want to see change, not hear about it. And Campbell's got to stop the code speak, man. That that was the end of Matt Patricia, and I'm not comparing Campbell to Patricia, but Patricia, instead of being honest, just kept going with the code speak and kept digging a bigger hole. I believe Dan Campbell should take over the defensive play calling game planning like he did last year when Anthony Lynn was struggling immensely uh, with golf and the Lions offense. He he didn't fire him. He let him go at the end of the season. Uh, But I think Aaron Glenn has not earned the right to be the Lions defensive coordinator right now. And maybe Campbell jumping in, announcing that, working with Glenn, maybe they can write it. I don't know. You have a you have a lot of guys who are just beginning their second year, four games in, and they've been in positions they'd never been in. And we're watching that a lot of co- or a lot of coaches like Hackett with Denver struggling. That you know, being in charge of everything, it's a different animal. College and pro. Let's go to Kurt in Farwell, Michigan, listening on AM twelve eighty of out of Alma, Mount Pleasant. Uh, you're live on the Huge Show. Bill, how are you? How you doing, Kurt? I think that we probably don't need to blitz as much as we're blitzing. I think Glenn gets a little blitz happy. And as far as personnel, who do we have in the cupboard? There's nobody going to come into the defensive back that's going to make a difference. Now, Jacobs might off the, the torn knee. I think he had an ACL. He's coming back this week, Kurt. And Pascal, they're... Uh, high draft pick out of Kentucky. I think Campbell said that today that they'll be at practice this week. That's a little help. I'm not. I'm not guaranteeing it's going to change things. So, Kurt, thanks for the call. And Farwell, listening on AM 1280 and Alma Mount Pleasant. His cell is probably going in and out. Anybody who's been up to like Farwell, Alma Mount Pleasant, good luck. If you get five good minutes on a mobile tower, enjoy it. I have five phones in farm fields uh, on the way to Mount Pleasant. Just chucked right out the window. Bud Light, the huge question of the day. What's the quick fix for Dan Campbell to get things right on that Lions defense? What is it? Answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, on the Grand Rapids Gold, social networks. I think the quick fix is do what he did with Anthony Lynn, like I said. Take over game planning, in-game defensive play calling. Do it. Because anybody who's telling me, and I'm getting some of these comments, well, they can go 3-14 and again. We're going to get a good quarterback. They talked draft yesterday. On my Facebook page, during my Facebook Live, well, maybe we'll get a good draft pick. I'm like, come on, people. Look at that offense. Highest scoring team in the NFL with three games at home, and they're one and three. And then the Michigan fans complaining that Michigan didn't win big enough on the road in Iowa. Yeah, why don't you go tell that to some great teams from Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State who have had their seasons ruined by the Hawkeyes in Iowa City. 
The only smart fans right now in this state are the Michigan State fans who are celebrating the camp out for Arizona and looking ahead to Michigan State basketball. Let's go to Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com. He is the voice of reason, sanity, and huge opinions when it comes to Michigan. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? That's scary, buddy. But uh, hey, I'll take a stab at it. You know, no, I was just using it for a transition. I really didn't mean. <laughs> I knew you did. That's okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, well, what about these? Mi- what about these Michigan fans that aren't happy that they didn't win big enough? That that should have been yeah. like forty to ten. Uh, my my colleague John Bacon once said and says it all the time when we're in the box. Michigan fans aren't aren't happy unless they're miserable, and there's a faction like that. There's no question about it. Now it's one thing to sit there like I did on Twitter, and I got called miserable for saying, "Well, that last drive was disappointing. They still have things to work on." When they gave up a, a touchdown to a crappy offense and a prevent defense with like a mi- in a minute, you know these are those are tiny things that you have to work on and some things to clean up. But overall, you you win twenty seven to fourteen. You cover the spread. That game could have easily had J.J. McCarthy hit a couple of deep balls, been literally 38 to 10 or something like that, or worse. Uh, it wasn't, and you still won comfortably. Now, yeah, there were some moments there where they let him back in the game with a couple of bad plays. They relaxed a little bit, and, and you can question that, but you can't question the domination that you saw. That offensive line was pushing Iowa around. This is the, the nation's number one ranked defense, and granted, the, the, the level of competition they played wasn't great so far, and, and other teams will do some things against them too, but this Michigan offensive line was took it personal. You could tell, and I asked Trevor Keegan that Michigan's left guard after the game. I said, "Did you read the clippings? Could you, you know, did you have it in, in mind going in what you guys wanted to do?" And he said, "Absolutely." You could see his eyes light up. So uh, flat out dominance, and the defense needs to tip to stiffen up a little bit to beat the Ohio State's on the schedule and maybe Penn State. But overall, you can't complain, Bill. That was a fantastic win, and there's a reason that they're a top five team in the country. And the only thing I don't. Junk points at the end, I, I'm not going to dissect that. Mm-hmm. But right. there, is, there is something about McCarthy where he hasn't looked comfortable the last two weeks. Well, 18-24 is, you know what, well, I thought he looked comfortable there. The one thing yeah. I, I would say is that the, you know what, first of all, they didn't put him in positions to fail, and that's a good right. thing. Everybody was like, oh, just let him be JJ, let JJ be JJ. Well, no, you don't let a, a sophomore quarterback in his first start in that environment go out there and start slinging it. They did exactly what they should have done. They ran the ball down their throats on that first drive, and they set the tone. And, and Bill, you would not have believed how quiet it got in there after that. And that is one way, that is the way to quiet a crowd in that environment, is to run the ball down their throats because they know they don't have an answer for you. It's like Kirk Ferentz said, you are a great play caller. It's easy to call plays, he said, if you can run the ball like they did. And that's exactly right. It wasn't disparaging towards the Michigan play callers. It's just a fact that if you can run the ball like that, then it opens up all aspects of your playbook. Now, you knew their shots were coming. He just missed on them. Just, this one was a little bit closer. He had one that could have put Michigan up 14 to nothing. Roman Wilson, he let him just a little bit too much. And I think he's going to get better there. But more than anything, the short passes, I call it the Cade McNamara offense. You know, he threw for 155 yards, and a lot of them were intermediate and short passes, but they were right on the money. And that's what they, that's what needs to happen in that kind of an offense. They're getting seven yards. They're getting six yards. They're getting, you know, a 15-yard play. So, uh, And I think you're going to see him get more and more comfortable, Bill, as we go on here. I think he's going to pick apart a couple of the offenses that he faces here in the next three weeks, starting with Indiana on Saturday. You know, I get the numbers at 18 to 24 in the high yep. uh, completion percentage, but there's just that vi- the visual, man, and 
hmm. that he's the guy, and there's you know he. Uh, and, and again, he's young. Uh, go go back yep. to his high school days. This is the stiffest competition he's faced when he's the guy going start to finish. And I, I just think there's an adjustment period here, and they've been able to beat Maryland, who's not that bad of a team. I watched that Michigan State game. They're not that bad. They're going to be 8-4, and four, probably something like that, in another bowl game where they won a bowl game last year. In Iowa, in Iowa City, you mentioned the crowd. I'll give J.J. credit there. But I think the flash of J.J., when he, when he splashed last year, I think a lot of people, media, fans, ha- had the bar set really high on this dude. Way too high. And we said that, you know, and it's, it's amazing. You know, you wonder why it was close. And Joel Klatt, the analyst, outstanding analyst on Fox, said, you know, if you look at him last week against Maryland, you know, you could see why Cade McNamara was still the quarterback last year. He was taking risks that he didn't need to take. He put the ball on the ground, and he did again on, on Saturday. I don't really blame him for that. He got hit right when he was throwing the ball because of a, a breakdown at right tackle again, which needs to be shored up. But uh, more than anything, you know, this kid isn't going to win the Heisman Trophy in his second year. And people were, but that's what Michigan fans do, right? When when everybody makes fun of them for September Heisman's and go back to Tate Forcier and you go back to Denard Robinson, you know what? Let this kid grow into the role. And and really, the most impressive thing about it, okay, he, he managed the game perfectly. We can say it. He managed the game. He was a game manager on Saturday, right? It's not a pejorative, people. You know what? He did a perfect job of that within the, the framework of the offense that Jim Harbaugh likes to run. But afterwards, you know what? He was not at all upset. In fact, he was thrilled. The 155 yards, he's thrilled with the win. He doesn't care if he throws for 90 yards or 390 yards and there are going to be times this year when they're, they're going to ask him to throw more, but what he's done is really become the leader. And uh, When I saw him interacting with Iyabi Oki, formerly Iyabi Anoma, who uh, really made some huge plays at defensive end down the stretch and you know loving him up, and I'm like this guy is, is a leader, and you can tell they love him. So he's going to continue to grow into that role, but people expecting him to throw for 300-400 yards per game this early in his career just wasn't going to happen. I think a lot of Michigan fans have angst because they're comparing Michigan to Ohio State right now. I really do, and they know Michigan has to go there, and they're looking ahead, and they're uh, we're we're not going to have the dynamic quarterback they have. It could be. I mean, by the time you get there, and and part of me watches their vanilla play calling, just pound the rock, uh, short intermediate passes. I still have the side of me that says Harbaugh is saving a lot. <laughs> for the end of the season or games when you need it. I really believe that. I believe that, too. There's no question. We saw part of it uh, on Saturday on that reverse to Ronnie Bell. That was a uh, take on a play that they've been running all year, and, and then they come back, and with the reverse, they show it, the one formation, and then they run the reverse out of it. You had three linebackers on the snap that were going with the ball with the way that the offensive line was going, and boom, here comes Ronnie Bell. And so that was an adjustment. That was something that was uh, that was perfect. It was perfect for that situation. Now they didn't need to open up every every part of the playbook in that game. Once you get up against Iowa, you know what? You keep pounding it in. If you can run the ball against these guys, they're going to have a hard time coming back on you. I thought the game plan was outstanding. If they'd made a couple more plays, I, I didn't think the execution was great a couple of times. He missed Ronnie Bell one time, or not when he, when uh, Roman Wilson
Wilson. He, he went to Roman Wilson when Ronnie Bell was wide open, and he missed Roman Wilson, and he had a couple of others. Uh, other than that, other, if they get those, you know what? That's a thirty to nothing game at halftime, or, or twenty-seven to nothing. So uh, those things will come. There's no question about it. But the deep ball right now isn't his forte, and it's supposed to be. I don't think he's hit one since that since the uh, Hawaii game, but the plays are there and they're being set up by the outstanding run game. So keep doing what they're doing. And you're right. They're going to see, we're going to see more and more variations in, in looks going forward, especially as they get into Penn state and Ohio state and teams like that. Okay. From the Iowa win and Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan insider joining us talking about Michigan bumping to five and oh, they're still number four in America, 27, 14 in Iowa city. Hawkeyes fall to three and two. Crazy weekend in the Big Ten watching Purdue manhandle uh, Minnesota. It, it kind of is the Big Two and uh, the little, uh, what is it, 12 now? Uh, other yeah. teams. It is. I. It's Big Ten looks really weak outside of Michigan and Ohio State. Maybe Penn State. I'll give them some love, and I'll be curious to see that game at the Big mm-hmm. House. Uh, but uh, what did you take from Iowa City and your trip out there that you like that tells you this team can beat Penn State, Ohio State, and win out, and, and what concerns you moving forward? Yeah, they better beat Penn State at home. That's a team that uh, that they handle at home unless there's no crowd, like in, in 2020, which was uh, obviously different. But uh, I think that the, the two things, number one, the offensive line, when they play together, they haven't had a, an offensive line with chemistry all year because they've had guys hurt, Ryan Hayes in the first game and Trevor Keegan. When he came back and we watched the film, and I asked Jim Harbaugh this today at his press conference, I said, it just seems like a different animal when he's in there. And he goes, yeah. He said it was good with guys like Giovanni. Ohati in there uh, as a sophomore and he said but it, it Trevor Keegan takes it to another level these guys were, were beating people up and if they're going to do that and be able to run the ball like that then they're going to win a lot of football games with their offense as long as they protect the ball Blake Corum too I think we are finding out that he's a similar back to Hassan Haskins in terms of his strength you know what everybody looks at his height 5'8 and they say oh he's too small this kid's built like a tank and he's moving the pile and he's getting those positive yardage plays at four become six three become five that Hassan Haskins used to get I do want to see some more explosive plays in the running game and I think we will Iowa's not the team that usually gives those up but in in the first couple of weeks against some of those cream puffs on the schedule I thought they'd have a few more so that's one area you want to see last year they led the nation in explosive plays over 50 yards this year they don't have one so that needs to improve the defense in my opinion I I still don't know uh, in terms of pass coverage uh, if you look at what Spencer Petras did and he's and he's pure I, I, you know, I hate to say it, but it's just a fact. He's just not a very good quarterback. Threw for, I think, a season high 246 or something like that. And part of it was at the end when they had let up, but uh, they gave way too much in the middle of that defense. They're playing more zone, more quarters this year, and there are too many gaps between the linebackers and the safeties. And guys like Junior Colson really have to step up in that role. The tight ends were open for Iowa. They could have had more yardage, even Bill, if Peters had been decent. So that's what really needs to be better. The run defense. I thought improved on Saturday, and uh, and that's going to need to continue. But again, that's not the standard this year. Iowa just isn't that team. So we're going to see some teams like Penn State try to run at them with their freshman running back, and uh, and even Michigan State has some still has some bullets in that chamber. Bill, I'm telling you, they're going to have they're going to be up for that game. I don't care if they're two and five or two and four or whatever. So those are the things that need to improve going forward here. The big number, though, 172 rushing yards for Michigan, 35 for Iowa at home this past Saturday in Michigan's 27-14 
win. You can follow everything Michigan football with Chris Ballas and the team at thewolverine.com, part of the on3.com team. Also, go to thewolverine.com to hear the weekly Michigan football podcast with former Michigan offensive lineman Doug Skeen and Chris. Chris, appreciate the update. We'll talk later in the week. Sounds great, Billy. Thanks, buddy. All right, Chris Ballas joining us on the Meyer Guest Side. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We do have the last game of the week tonight. Pretty good one with Stafford and the Rams taking on the Niners. And new customers uh, have a huge deal setting in front of them right now. You just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You use promo code HUGE when you sign up. You then can bet just $5 on either the Rams or the Niners tonight. And if your choice wins, you'll get $200 in free bets instantly if they are victorious, whether you pick the Rams or the Niners. And also don't forget about DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Uh, The more legs you add, the more you can win. You can do Stafford and Cup and Allen Robinson tonight or... Uh, You can make your own same-game parlays. You'll see what they offer. Uh, They're really cool. Uh, Check those out. And also, uh, you can boost them right now. Uh, Everybody can boost their winnings on DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlays. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. If you're Dan Campbell, what's the quick fix to save this season when it comes to the Lions defense? You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Our social networks are presented by the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team, now playing their home games at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR in game one. At Van Andel is November 10th. Uh, easiest way, follow Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook and Twitter. Ticket info, just Google Grand Rapids Gold. To the callers online, Michigan will hear you next. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. Whether it's jackpots or colors of the rainbow, seven's a special number. At Meyer, it's no different. Get more for your money with seven for $7. No luck required. Mix or match specially marked items. Buy seven or more and get each for a dollar. From Campbell's tomato soup, Meyer frozen vegetables, to Meyer facial tissue, there's so many ways to seven for $7. Plus, locally grown large jack-o'-lantern pumpkins are buy one, get one 50% off. Shop the same low Meyer prices in-store and online. Exclusions apply. See the deals in the Meyer app. 
Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beancarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with... With $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer as we originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studios. Tim Stout from our affiliate, The Game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, where you can hear The Huge Show tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. He'll join us. How's Mel Tucker? It's kind of like Campbell. How they get to rescue their seasons, especially Tucker in East Lansing. Talk to Stout here in about 20 minutes. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com senior columnist on the Lions defense. Not forcing the Seahawks and Geno Smith to punt once, and that was a home game. Well, Dan Campbell, I'll keep saying it. He did it last year when he pulled Anthony Lynn from the offensive play calling. He took it over. He needs to do the same thing with Aaron Glenn. He does. Because it's really starting to look like at times that Aaron Glenn and Dan Campbell are in over their head. Let's be honest. The first-time head coach, first-time D coordinator. Let's go talk about Mel Tucker in Michigan State. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports from the game, 7.30 a.m. Heard weekday mornings at 10 a.m. in the Lansing area. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. And, Tim, before we get to Mel Tucker, what are your thoughts and what were the people saying this morning on Stout on Sports about the Lions? Well, you know, Bill, they've been through this for so many years. I mean, there are never, ever, ever any expectations, at least from our audience, on the Lions. I mean, for whatever it's worth, this coach has won four out of 21 games. 
and and the thought was in some degree, you know, if this would have been Patricia or any of these coaches prior to Campbell, you know, same old, same old, get rid of him, blah, blah, blah. What is unique, though, is these guys have set an NFL record through four games with 281 total points, and they lead the NFL in scoring with 140 points and still merely have a one and three record. And, uh, you know, how many times do I hear the phrase, but these are the Lions? But these are the Lions. I've heard that phrase for a thousand years. But you know what? These are the Lions. These are the Lions. And the amazing thing is, you know, they've only lost by, what, three, three, and four, something like that, three, four, and four. They've only lost by a couple of points all three games, but but they've lost. So, and it looks to me, they're going to get all they want in New England. I doubt they're going to score 40 points at New England on Sunday. And then one way or the other, they get a bye week, and then they get the Cowboys. So what went from the usual preseason pap about they're better and this and everything else and blah, 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 the defensive coordinator, oh, man, he's ready for an NFL head coaching job. I mean, theoretically, could they be one and five? I think they're better, but it doesn't show in the one-loss column. That's our thought. And it's similar with Mel Tucker, uh, high expectations, maybe much higher than the Lions. And here you are now looking at a schedule and you're trying to count the remaining victories and I know Mel Tucker, the coach speak, circling the wagons. We're in this together. Uh, how does he get out of this and salvage the season in East Lansing? Well, you know, the irony, Bill, is it was less than a month ago. These guys were ranked 11th in the nation in the Associated Press poll, which is, I mean, it's just mind, it's numbing in a way that you can fall that far that fast. But I think they got to 11, not on beating Western and Akron. It was because of all the hype that came from last year. And like Lynn Henning of the Detroit News told us this morning when he was on, you know, Mel Tucker countless times last year pulled rabbits out of the hat. I tend to agree with that. I just think last year almost everything went their way. I mean, they since they went 9-0 and and beat Michigan, since they won that game, they're 4-6. and And two of those wins are against Western Michigan and Akron. So either they were leading a charmed life last year, but for two games, and for that matter, somewhat of a charmed life, in my opinion, in the fourth quarter against Michigan. It was a great comeback, yes, blah, 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 all that. But I think the one thing over three games is the fact, and they played three decent teams, I think, but I just think with them, they need more players. like the Lions. They need more players. I, I hear all this about execution. Well, the execution's great, and you can do it if you've got players. If you don't have players, chances are that's not going to happen. I mean, look, they fooled me. I picked them to beat Washington. Then I said they can't be that bad. They'll win at home over Minnesota. They haven't played anybody, got killed there. And then I thought everybody likes Maryland and blah, blah, blah. Somehow state will rebound, and, and that didn't work out either. Now, the only question I have about this Saturday is whether they can cover 25 points which I think is doable because usually when they look like they're hopelessly out of a game against Ohio State at home, they play them tough, play them tough, play them tough. Last time they played them here it was 26-6. to But the game was closer than that, I thought, through much of the game, and it was only because they turned the ball over that Ohio State, who was sloppy as can be that day, got out of here. The bigger question to me, Bill, is what percentage of the fans at Spartan Stadium are going to be wearing scarlet and gray this Saturday. It's Ohio State's first road game. They're undefeated. They're ranked third. It's easy to get here, blah, blah, blah. And I understand there are thousands of tickets that that Michigan State has released to put on sale, and they're kind of willing to sell them whoever's willing to show up and buy them. So 
stay tuned and brace yourself for this Saturday, right? That's that's the conventional wisdom. If he doesn't write this in a hurry, I, I'm not talking about his job as online or anything, but how, how do you get the fans back after all that momentum he's built up from day one in East Lansing? I think it'll be extremely difficult. And I don't think it's a quick fix, no matter what they tell you about the four stars there are in the recruiting class. I don't buy that. And the reason I don't buy it is because every year they got to play Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan. And say what you want about them. And Michigan hasn't beat them yet. But if Michigan gets ahead of them and say what you want, Michigan always seems from here on out is going to be a team anybody's got to deal with, let alone Michigan State. Now, next year, they open with Central Michigan, Richmond, and Washington at home. So theoretically, they could get off to another 3-0 and start, get ranked in the top 25, but then they get into the Big Ten with some brutally tough crossover games and somewhat of the same thing could happen. I mean, I don't know how this is going to play out and finish for them. I think that's tough to call, Bill, because I think the Big Ten is weak. I mean, really, really weak across the board, especially in the West. But State's still got to play the three best teams. They still got to play Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. I think Wisconsin will play them much tougher than you think because this guy that Wisconsin hired, Jim Leonard, he wants the job. And Michigan State, frankly, considered him after D'Antonio. He's a young guy. I think Wisconsin, frankly, wanted to get Leonard off the market before somebody else got him, and it was a show of faith that they were going to give him a chance to show what he can do the rest of the season. Wisconsin plays at Northwestern Saturday, so if they could win there, you know, at least they'd come into East Lansing the next week, and that seems to me like a toe-to-toe brawl, especially if Michigan State gets clobbered by Ohio State. Then State gets a week off, but you're going to hear for two weeks how they're going to get crushed at Michigan, and they're going to have to deal with that. Not only that, after the Michigan game, win or lose, there's always a letdown, and they got to go to Illinois. And suddenly, if nothing else, to me anyway, Illinois matches up great with them because I think Illinois is much improved defensively. It's a road game. It's a letdown game for State. Now, that I mean they can't win any of them, but when you look at the way the, the moons are lining up for them this year, you know th- this could be something that goes from bad to worse. And getting all that back to anywhere clo- close to 11 and 2 a year ago, in my opinion, Bill, that's going to be extremely tough to do. Because I can't tell myself, do, our, do they have more issues on defense or offense? Most people say defense, but I'm not so sure. Because they have a very hard time sustaining a running game, a passing game that matches. They never have a 75-yard eight-play drive. If they hit on something, it's kind of weird. And, you know, they started out of Maryland in the first half moving the ball, and they did nothing after halftime. And who knows what Ohio State's going to inflict on them this Saturday, other than the fact that I think Michigan State will really, really play hard in this game and just see what it gets them. I don't know if playing hard, uh, if this is going to end up from 11 in the country to maybe a 4-8 and eight season, 5-7 and seven possibly at best. And that Illinois game with Bielema, after he beat up on Chris, that was it. And Madison, 34-10 over the weekend. And, and I agree with you. I said it earlier, the Big Ten is as weak as I've ever seen it. Realistically, after Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, Tell me a team worth a darn. Maybe Illinois, well, right? So I so every week I do kind of my own personal Big Ten power poll. So last night I said, you know, this is always easy for the first three because that's where they are in the poll, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. And then I asked the guys around me, who's fourth? 
I mean, who's the fourth best team Illinois. in the Frankly, Illinois. I had them sixth, and I put Maryland fourth, but I can be argued out of that. I put Minnesota fifth by default, giving them credit for the fact that they started 4-0 and then completely laid a giant egg against Purdue. But who else are you going to put in there? And, and Illinois, I, I had them sixth, but you can argue that you can bump them to fourth, and yet they lost to Indiana. So, you know, in that Big Ten West, you got five teams with one conference loss, and the other two, Northwestern and Wisconsin, have two. So everybody in the West who – Nebraska's not out of it. And if Nebraska wins at Rutgers, they'll start yakking the yak about, hey, if we rally and win one for the interim coach, we can get into Big Ten title game. That's how brutal the West is. So, I mean, it's intriguing. I mean, there's drama every week on that side. And on this side, of course, I – I still got to see Michigan, Bill. I, I, they, I thought they did what they had to do at Iowa, and they'll do what they have to do at Indiana. Then are they better enough, and can they make some plays enough at home to beat Penn State? Because if they can do that, it sets them up, in my opinion, to be 11-0 when they go to Columbus, which, you know what, that'll be, the, if that's the way it is, it's just like the old times for years and years and years, the Big Two and the Little Eight, and the Big Ten title was always Michigan versus Ohio State, even though now there's a title game. The winner of Michigan-Ohio State then would get to pound whoever comes in from the West. But that's down the road, yeah, and then there's still a lot of fun games. Like, you know, even even though they're lousy, even though a lot of these teams are awful, at least there's a lot of drama in these games because these games, a lot of times, you don't really know how it's going to go, and there are a lot of crazy plays that determines who wins and who loses. So I can't believe that there's two Big Ten coaches have been fired before October 3rd. It's mind-boggling to me, but that's the new world that we live in today, right? Yeah, you're making millions, NIL, uh, you're getting that big cash. Uh, it's not what you've done it's what you're doing. Uh, it's Tim Stout makes big cash. Lansing, uh, the game, 7.30 a.m. Stout on Sports Weekday mornings, 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. Also TV, Lansing State Journal. Timmy, good to hear your voice. I look forward to our next conversation. Absolutely, Bill. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Talk to you soon. All right, Tim Stout joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, speaking of Lansing, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University. Opt-in to the HUGE text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app today and sign up. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any pro football game. And if your bet misses you're still going to get $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. New and exciting customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Celebrating Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. I'm in a New York state. Come 
celebrate Billy Joel, America's Piano Man, 50 Years of Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Show is back live across Michigan on the Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you sign up. H-U-G-E. You can bet on the Rams or the Niners tonight. Five bucks if you're a new customer and you sign up and use that code HUGE. If your pick wins tonight, you'll get $200 in free bets instantly. Use that code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Let's go get his thoughts on the Lions' loss yesterday. Their offense, the best in the NFL. Golf was the best QB yesterday in terms of numbers. They're racking up 45 at home, yet the defense couldn't force one stop or a punt. And the Lions, after three home games, are one and three. And the heat is on in the Motor City in terms of just trying to get that defense going in the right direction. Michael here at DetroitLions.com joins us. Michael, what's going on with that Lions defense? Well, not anything that's that's good, that's for sure. And, and you saw the game yesterday. Gave up 555 yards. They never punted. Mm. Uh, and they never trailed, which was amazing. They were never behind. Uh, they took a 7 nothing lead. The Lions made it 7-6 and missed the extra point and never... Never were never were tied. You know, never in the lead. Anything after that? It's surprising to me, absolutely. I didn't think. You know, the Seahawks aren't that good. They were averaging fifteen point something points per game going into the game. They tripled that against the Detroit mm. Lions. Just it didn't didn't can't say they didn't show up because obviously the offense showed up. You know, played their regular you know regular high powered game. They're the number one rated offense. You know, statistically in the National Football League. I think they deserve that. And the defense is is thirty second and last, and they deserve that too. So there we are. Michael Harry, DetroitLions.com columnist, joining us from Detroit here on the Huge Show across Michigan. My Bud Light huge question of the day to the audience. I want you to answer it. What's the quick fix for Campbell uh, to get the defense back on track? Well, the quick fix is there is no quick fix right now. I'm sorry to say that, but. I will say this. He was asked this question yesterday and again uh, uh, today, and he doubled down on it. He is sticking firm with uh, with Aaron Glenn as the defensive coordinator. That's what I would do, too. I would not fire him now. Now, who knows what's going to happen when the season's over. I doubt that they would make a move. There's a you know, good connection there between – a strong connection, I should say, between Campbell and, 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 uh, and, and Anthony Glenn. So they're going to – as he said in his – his press conference today at two two fifteen at Allen Park, uh, Dan Campbell said that they're going to make some changes, changes in 
schematic changes in personnel and all that. What that means in personnel, he wouldn't indicate. It wouldn't. I wouldn't say it wouldn't surprise me. But one thing I would do is I would get Jared Davis, the linebacker they drafted. They drafted in the first round seven years ago. Hasn't had the career they expected. He's on practice squad right now. But somehow I would get him involved in, in the first down plays. Because I'll tell you one thing about him: you give him an assignment, tell him to go hit so and so. He's going to go hit so-and-so. Who isn't going to forget it? That's just one thing I would do. Michael Hero, uh, we'll catch up later. Uh, more on the lines. Appreciate your time here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Okay, Huge Show. Thanks for having me. All right, Michael Hero, yeah. I mean, Campbell's going to – it's like Tucker had his press conference. Circle the wagons, Campbell. He, he's not going to throw a coach out of the bus. But he did with Anthony Lynn last year. Sean Wright sent a tweet. Well, hey, Dan's a former tight end. Uh, why Why would he take over defense? If Dan doesn't know his team and the opponents in all three phases, offense, defense, and special teams, and he shouldn't be a head coach. If he doesn't have the ability to take over the defense and game plan and guide Aaron Glenn, he should not be the head coach of your Detroit Lions. He should be well-versed in all three areas if you are the man and the head coach. Sean Wright, I hope that answers your question. Thanks for the tweet at Huge Show. And remember, all of our social network interaction is presented by the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team, now playing their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at beautiful Van Andel Arena. Opening night is Thursday, November 10th. Get your tickets at the usual outlets or just Google Grand Rapids Gold or follow them on Facebook and on Twitter. 24-7, everything you need with this show is free. And it's at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.